You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Hello, hello. Happy Friday. It is Halloween weekend. It is. I am going to say I am very afraid of a lot of things. Why? And I don't enjoy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your post about that person who like decorated their yard with like oh, dead babies. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. So I've been, here's the hardest part. We have like, we live in a subdivision and on the outside of the subdivision, it's that street that we found the barn on when we took photos. Yep. So it's kind of a busy street. Yeah. So it's hard to like stop and take a photo of it. And I don't want to be creepy like that. Um, but this person has decorated their front yard. They have like a sewer kind of thing mm-hmm. that like their driveway goes over like a sewer, you know? Um, and out of the sewer, there are probably about 15 American girl dolls or baby dolls that like have had their heads turned around, no clothes in weird positions, arms missing, limbs missing, you know, blood coming. And it's just, it's weird. It's horrible. It is. It's like, it really is disturbing. And I understand like Halloween, you know, you get into it, but like, it's a bit much, Yeah, you know? And so um, I don't like scary movies. And every year my husband tries to get me to watch a scary movie. And I just, it, it's literally just like an, a two hour anxiety attack for me, which I don't find enjoyable. Yeah. I definitely am not into scary movies. I'm not into certain sides of Halloween. Um, first of all, it's not a holiday that I believe in um, <laughs> because I'm a Christian. And so the, the cute stuff, right? The mm-hmm. trick or treating, like yeah. the dressing up. My kid and, loves it. Yeah. Little He's things super excited like that. to be Cookie Monster. Yeah. Cookie Monster again. He's cooking second year in a row. Yep. My child, since he could know what cookie, I mean, like this child is obsessed with Cookie Monster. I own so many pieces of Cookie Monster clothing for him. And he is, he was Cookie Monster last year. It was adorable. And then he, we've tried so many other costumes this year. We showed him on Amazon. Like we were like, do you want to be Woody? Do you want to be Spider-Man? Do you want to, nope. He wants to be Cookie Monster. So he's going to be Cookie Monster again. And he's so excited. I was trying to order. I really wanted Marcus to be a firefighter because he loves the fire trucks, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't find one in his size and have it delivered on time. So I went to Meijer, didn't have anything, went to Target. They only had a few options. So we landed with Baby Yoda and um, we're going to trunk or treat this weekend. And so we're going to decorate the back of our car with Star Wars stuff and give out goldfish. And so I'm excited for that. I'm also really hoping to meet some people at the daycare. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, we have the parade this Friday. Mm-hmm. So Carson, they they're doing like a kids parade, which I'm so excited about. Um, but we're gonna do that on Friday afternoon. Um, I I agree. I would love to meet some people in his class. Yeah, yeah so we can have some play dates. But yeah. our our street that we do that we live on is awesome. Last year they did trick or treating, and like all of our neighbors are awesome. Um, and you know, I walked around with a glass of wine, and we that's how you, you know, gonna do it. Carson has you know he's three, so like he's not gonna go for an hour and a half trick or treating. We're probably just gonna go to like five or ten houses um and tag taylor along she's gonna be abby 
and i have an elmo t-shirt that's so cute so i've been trying to teach marcus how to say trick-or-treat and he's been trying but it's not coming out very well so i don't know that we'll do like a lot of trick-or-treating there's a couple neighbors that we'll go to by us but we're not gonna go it's a good point i need to start getting carson to say Mm trick-or-treat yeah absolutely so it'll be a fun weekend hopefully everybody has a safe weekend i know some people go out for halloween parties and all that stuff Mm -hmm. what i used to do way back in the day before i was a mom we actually have taylor's baptism this weekend so taylor's baptism is on halloween because it's Sunday and it happened to like work. Nick's, Nick's sister's coming in town. They're getting their baby baptized too. Um, so we're going to have a very, very full Halloween day. Eventful weekend. Yes. Yes. Yep. All right. So let's dive in. I'm excited for this because this is something that often people don't think about. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that we go through day to day and we are so consumed in our own lives that we are kind of head down, you know, just with our problems, our issues, our environment and things like that. But I want you guys to just take a step back today and evaluate the standards that you have for yourself and how you show up in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Because all of these standards that you have in various areas of your life, they carry over into other areas. Yeah, I will say too, this definitely shows you where your priorities lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is something that like we're going to list off some stuff that like we're going to give examples of and I will be the first to admit I'm not the cleanest person in the world um, but I am very diligent in other areas of my life mm-hmm. and so it's not that I like just like live in filth um, my husband would probably disagree but like I, I try to clean up as much as possible with a two, two children under the age of four it's, it's challenging um, but you know in other areas of my life I'm very disciplined I'm very regimented I'm you know I have a routine I have structure um, I would say it's hard to be this in every single piece of your life just because somewhere's got to give sometimes and different in different seasons for sure um but hopefully you guys understand the gist of what we're getting at here it's it is you you cannot use like you know the excuses to basically be lazy in all areas well some people identify as lazy you know and i think that's an area where you have to go and look and ask yourself like why am I accepting this? If I want more, if I have, you know, goals, why am I accepting or labeling myself as lazy? Instead, let's set some standards and mm-hmm. let's start to change some things and show up and pay attention to some of these smaller details. Because when you think about the concept of how you do one thing is how you do everything, you know, it's little things here or there. Like if you're walking on the trail and you see that there is, you know, garbage or there's trash and day after day you walk by it and you just continue to ignore it. Like we want to be a good you know, uh, productive mm-hmm. human in society. And so what do we, what should we be doing? We should pick that up and put it in the garbage, yep. you know, um, obviously wash your hands, wear some gloves, whatever. Uh, but you know, this is about respecting the environment. It's about respecting yourself and, you know, just being a good human. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when we, we say, for example, cleaning up your space, it's not that your space, you know, is never going to be messy, especially if you have toddlers in the house, it's going to be messy, but you respect that space. You're not leaving, you know, chips on the floor for days. And then eventually the ants are coming to consume them or, you know, spilled milk or spilled juice and all these things just all over. You're not filling your car up with trash and things like that. So it's cleaning up your space. It's respecting the things that you have. Mm -hmm. that you have you know earned or been given by other people and so when I think about cleaning up my space too I think about cleaning up my mental space my emotional space and that starts by showing up for yourself and doing things for yourself and if it's you know something where you're always saying I have these goals but I don't have time 
Well, then I want you to evaluate, like, how are you starting your day? Are you sleeping in? Are you hitting the snooze button five, six times? And you're missing that 45 minutes to an hour that you're saying you want to get up and start your day off on a productive note. Mm -hmm. Like, the more that you snooze, you're basically telling yourself subconsciously, I'm ignoring this commitment I made to get up and I'm ignoring my goals and following through with the actions that I said that I needed to take to get to my goals. Yep. And you guys, you can call it whatever you want, but like you're basically not, you're not committing to yourself. You're lying to yourself that you want to do these things and you're not doing them. And you can call it lazy. You can call it busy. You can really label it whatever it is, but at the end of the day, you're not doing it. And so what, you know, what about these situations become so hard for you to follow through? Is it looking at your habits probably and realizing that, oh, I do this in a lot of places. I do, you know, I I tell myself I'm going to get to bed at this time and I don't. I tell myself that I'm going to work out and I don't. And you're always basically lying to yourself. And so you're not going to believe yourself when you do it. Sure, you can say it. We can say it all we want. But if we're never following through with it, then we're never going to see the results that we want because we're never going to end up changing these habits. And like, even as we're talking through this, Liz and I are not immune to this. Like Mm -hmm. I'm already thinking there's a lot of places in my life that I can do better. I can clean up. I'm not going to label myself as something. I'm not going to tell myself like, you know, I'll be totally honest. I get a little perturbed by people that label themselves as like, picky eaters or you know i'm stubborn i'm you know i'm lazy like you choose that you choose that you are choosing to not be open to growth in those areas Mm -hmm. and i think that we need to be open to growth in every area of our life at all times because otherwise we're not going to grow we're not going to become different than what we are and if we're not happy with where we are then we're kind of sol right and so here's the thing you have to pay attention to the little details and a lot of people like want these big sexy diet plans they want well tell me what i need to do what do i need to restrict what do i need to cut calories from what foods shouldn't i eat no i need you to drink water i need Mm -hmm. you to do the little things because those are just if you can't do that then it doesn't matter if you can do the other thing for a week it's not going to last much longer than that because you can't do the foundational things Mm -hmm. and so look at your life look at what you are and aren't doing are you saying that you want to work out but it's never happening are you saying that you want to you know include more vegetables but we never pick them at the grocery store we never put in the you guys all the things you don't do right now they're gonna take extra effort because they aren't in place yet Mm -hmm. and so you can't just hope that they're going to happen and they have like you have to consciously be aware of the fact that you're not doing them and put more effort into doing them. Yeah. And I think along the lines of like looking at the details, if you're constantly saying that you want to do these things, then put it on your calendar, time block, make time for it. Because if you were just saying you want to do these things but you don't have a plan or any intentions to do it, you're never going to follow through with it because honestly goals are useless unless we have intentions and mm-hmm. we have, you know, priorities and we have standards. And so, you know, I think about this too in, in other things. So let's talk about like, if you're going to the gym, like I recently have been going to the LA fitness near my house cause it's getting really cold here in the morning. And I'm seeing a lot of people leave their, you know, sanitizing towels like on the floor or they're Ugh. not re-racking their weights, their weights laying all over the floor. That's just lazy because they're expecting somebody else to clean it up for them when Mm -hmm. really they should be respecting that equipment. They should be re-racking their weights, cleaning up their area, sanitizing things and putting in the garbage. Same thing with like water bottles and shit like that. Cleaning up at your job too. Again, if you see pee on the toilet, if you see a mess on the floor, if you see, you know, something on the ground, don't just walk by it and expect somebody else to do it for you because it's not your job. 
it is your job because yes. you saw it. It's your. It's now your responsibility, I believe, to do something about it. Same thing as if you go to the grocery store. It's not the cart attendant's job to chase your cart that's now blowing across the parking lot and hitting other cars because you were too lazy to go walk 10 feet it and put it back. Crazy. It, it drives, drives me, me so insane. crazy. I, we have children. I have small children and I still put the cart back. You know what you can do with that? You can park next to the cart corral. Yes. Parents out there, I had some nasty gram a few years ago when I was at Costco. I made a post on my story and you know this lady and I kind of went back and forth and I was like, listen, I have an infant and I park next to the cart corral. I also, my mother passed away when I was at Walmart. We got the phone call. You need to get back now. She passed while we were gone. We talked to somebody before we left the grocery store and said, hey, we have this cart of groceries. We have to leave. We're so sorry. We gave it to somebody. We didn't just leave it in the middle of the grocery store. So I get it that there's unforeseen circumstances that happen sometime. We're talking about putting your cart back in the cart corral when you have unloaded your car. Don't just put it up on the curb or leave it in the middle of the parking lot. That is not just the cart attendant's job. His job is to take the carts from the cart corral to bring mm-hmm. them back into the store. You can tell I get really heated about this because this is pure laziness. It is. And it's disrespect to other people because when the wind blows, where does that cart go? Into my car door. Yes. Another thing I think that a lot of people, especially now everyone's working from home, dress yourself. Present like, yourself. Get yourself up. Get some makeup on if you're, you know, if you're, if you're in doing that normally, like straighten your hair, put some clothes on that are presentable, not just like a, a nice shirt and sweatpants. Like you guys, I could easily wear bum clothes all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good in that though. I Sure, it's comfy, but like I don't feel good about myself. And so every day, even honestly on weekends, like as soon as I get up, one of the first things I do, I put on makeup and I, I, de- I deal with my hair. Because when I see myself in the reflection, I'm like, I feel better about this. I feel better about how I look. I feel better about how I'm presenting myself. You know, I, I'll be honest, like when I see people at the grocery store and they're in their like flannel pajama pants and sandals and socks, I'm like, First of all, like, sandals and socks should not be a thing. No. And slippers are not meant to be worn out. No. In public. No. Okay. I also, I might even say that Crocs shouldn't. <laughs> Only on toddlers because my son is obsessed no, with totally. Crocs. My kid loves his Crocs. But I, I feel really bad. I made a comment the other day about how to our neighbor across the street. So our neighbors across the street, they have three girls and all the three girls have boyfriends that are always over. And they were over when Carson was playing outside. And I told Nick, while we were talking to them, I was like, Carson tried to come outside with socks and Crocs. And I go, we don't wear socks and Crocs. We take our socks off when we wear our Crocs. And I look over and the son, the girl's boyfriend was wearing socks and Crocs. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay. But can we also talk about for a moment? I have been noticing that teenagers are wearing the high white socks. Yes. It's a thing. Why? I don't know. That's something that my dad does. And like high tops. Yeah. Yes. The horrible new balance shoes. Yes. Yes. The ho- they're horrible. They are awful. They are. It is. That was like a fraternity thing in college. Mm-hmm. One of our fraternities did that. All of their all of their pledges had to wear the new balances, like the old man new balances. That's part of hazing. Yes, it was part of hazing. <laughs> you guys, it was part of hazing. Because Please don't bring this back. That is not cute. Anyways. And stop okay. wearing socks halfway up your leg. Get the no-show socks from Get Amazon. show Guys, please. Little tip. Art and I, we just buy the no-show socks in black. That's all we own. I never have to pair my socks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if I have a hole, I got another one. Yep. So it's all right. perfect. Okay, Let's move make on. yourself presentable. And then nutritionally, guys, if you are like not planning your meals, not following through with your commitment to yourself that you're gonna meal prep, making promises to your kids, like you can think of all of these things. 
you have to show mm-hmm. up because the little things are the big things. Yep. The little things are what build our confidence and our discipline, guys. It's not the big things. It's the little things day in and day out. Pay attention to the details. Yeah. Details matter. Mm-hmm. There is a difference. We just got an email from one of our new clients and we send um, boxes to all of our new clients. Yeah. And she was like, this is fantastic. This is amazing. Thank you so much. She works in marketing. And it's not because we do it from a marketing standpoint. We do it because we want to show our clients that we appreciate them trusting in us to be their coaches and to mm-hmm. join our program and to you know hire us as their nutritional experts and guides along this journey. And so you know, in that box, we give them a bunch of different goodies like our win the day journal and some other things because we want them to be excited about this. And those are the details, handwritten cards, yep. you know, thank you cards, birthday cards that we're sending out. And there's other things we want to do that we need to continue to build into our business. But these are the little details we don't have to do, but we want to do because we want our clients to know they are important. Mm-hmm. And so I want you to think about that with your coworkers, with your boss, with your friends, with other people that you're communicating with in your life. Pay attention to those details. Those small details lay the foundation in all of our other habits. Mm -hmm. And when you're paying attention to the details, guess what you're doing? You're making an investment in your discipline. Mm -hmm. And if you're overlooking all of these details and sweeping things under the rug, you're looking at that trash that's on the ground and you're thinking somebody else is going to pick it up. You're saying, you know, like it's just not important. You know, this tells us you're willing to compromise the details in other areas of your life. Yep. And that lack of discipline, guys, it's going to negatively affect you. Mm -hmm. It's going to negatively affect your physique, your business, if you run one, your relationships, your finances, like overall, it will affect your success in life. That might be a very harsh statement, but it is a very true statement, all because you're unwilling to do the small details, the things that matter. So that is how we build bulletproof discipline. You do the small things. Everyone always wonders like, how do I have motivation? How do you keep motivation? How do you build discipline? You do the little things day in and day out. You build discipline by exercising that muscle. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as motivation. Sure, there are days that I wake up and I feel super ecstatic. Like Monday, I was like, this is going to be an awesome day. And it was an awesome day. But I also tell myself every day it's going to be a great Mm -hmm. day. And I can tell myself that even on the hard days, when I feel overwhelmed with certain things, I try to reframe, I get to do these things. I get to do this. That's how you continue to grow as a person. And when you don't feel like it, for example, when you don't feel like going to the gym, but you are disciplined and you show up and you push through it, guess what? Some of those workouts are the best workouts that you're ever going to have, or that's where you're going to see the most progress made because you showed up and you didn't skip. And that Mm -hmm. comes down to, you know, like little things here and there like, oh, it's just one workout that I'm going to skip. Oh, it's just five minutes that I'm going to be late to work or whatever the case might be. The more that you let those things compile in your life, the more you're going to hold yourself back from Mm -hmm. not only just being successful, but also being happy and being proud of who you are because you're doing the things that matter. You're paying attention to these details and you're not brushing it off and you know, basically not taking accountability for the things that you need to be accountable for. Yeah, absolutely. I think of all of the people and you know, mentors or figures that I look up to or anything like that. And it is all because they have their shit together. Like they are doing the small things. And any successful business owner will tell you that. Like you have to do the small things, the customer service, the paying attention to people's details. Like the people that I have learned the most from, they always have a knack for that. 
It's mm-hmm. always no like I always think back to when we worked at the gym, our owner Angelo would all like we had to know everyone's name. And it's hard when you work at a gym when you have mm-hmm. 200 plus members and some people don't come very often and so like you have to know their name, you have to know things about them yep. because it is about the relationship and relationships are what win businesses. And so that's always what I think about is like Sure. Could you just coach people and have them come in? Yeah. Then they might stay. They might not. But the people that stay are the people that feel cared about. And that all comes down to the small things. The same thing is with your nutrition and your lifestyle, you guys. The people that succeed with losing the weight, that keeping it off, that seem like they can do everything, that seem like they're on top of everything. They have energy. They have, you know, the they're doing everything for their kids' PTO. They're getting their workouts in. They're cooking their meals. Like it's because that it, they make a point to do all those things. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't just happen, guys they make a very hard effort to do all the little things that matter that build up to those things. So if you feel like you don't have your shit together and your life is chaos, it is probably coming down to the little things. So pay attention to the little things and I promise you will start to build that discipline. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.